Hi, welcome to Simply Wanda. I want to kind of go over a few little marriage tips today. So this is a little different from how I normally would do, you know, one of my podcasts because it's normally open to everybody and this is still open to everyone. But I want to put a specific uh, little pin in and at this point of marriage, because either you're you're already married or you have a plan one day to be married or you used to be married and want to be married again somewhere. This may hit you. But I was, you know, in thinking about marriage and and how God has positioned me um, to speak to this to this subject, you know, to this topic of marriage um, and how to build up. Uh, the lady, you know, God is talking about forgiveness. This has been one of the things he's been putting uh, out there, you know, what true forgiveness is and how to speak a kind word to your spouse, how to, uh, whenever you speak a no to him to combat that, no, you need to, uh, come back with another soft word. You need to pour water into him. You need to pour into him basically, uh, and confirm and reaffirm your love for him. Uh, so that that no is not taken as a personal rejection to him. So basically, when you have any kind of, it doesn't have to be an argument. It could be just a simple, no, honey, do you want to do this? And you can say, no, I don't want to do this. I'd rather do that. That no could, could build up and turn into something else. And you, you know how sometimes you think when your husband can kind of just say something off the wall, you know, and you wonder, where did that come from? Like, okay, we was just talking about this. Where in the world did this come from? Okay, well, the usually it shows that something was already there. So it didn't just drop out the sky kind of thing. It's something that has already been there that's been building up. Um, and, and most of the time, ladies, if we're not careful, we have actually... Uh, put the materials in his hand to help him build that thing that that was just there. Um, I, I, I speak about an analogy of how we build a wall or how our spouses can build that wall where they just kind of like, I, I'm kind of done. I got a wall up. Don't don't mess with me. I'm, you know, they're just there kind of existing. And they just built this wall up and you even know the wall is there. And honestly, you probably built your own wall. And so, but, you know, I want us to kind of focus on what we're doing. And I want to pinpoint and and talk to the ladies because there's so much power that you possess that. And I believe you even know the power that you hold. So, and the enemy knows the power that you hold. So I want you to be able to focus in on that power that God has placed in you so that you can navigate and make sure that the enemy does not steal your marriage. Come on, that he does not steal your marriage. So ladies, I want to you I want to talk to you about putting the materials in your husband's hand to build that wall. Are you putting the brick in his hand so that he can build that wall? Because each no that you speak to him can become a brick that he used as he placed there and build up that wall. If you do not go back and reaffirm your love for him so that he's not taking your no as a personal rejection for him or towards him. So you have to come back and love him in his own love language, not in your love language, but according to how he will receive it. You know, because say, for instance, um, 
if if I if if I wasn't a flower type of girl. Come on, if I'm not the flower one, you know, flowers that if it didn't do anything for me, it wouldn't be uh, part of my love language for my husband to bring me flowers if it's something that doesn't move me. So basically, in looking at your husband, you have to know what moves him. You have to know what his love language is, and you have to speak back into his life um, that love and reaffirm it so that that no is not turned into a brick basically and he's not building that wall up because honestly it starts building up that the first time you say no he may be okay the second time he may be okay I don't know how many times it would take your husband how many no's it would take for your husband to have that brick in his hand you know but it, it, it every no has a potential to turn into a brick if you do not go back and reaffirm reaffirm your love for him in his language so that again he's not taking it as a personal rejection of him so yeah the responsibility is going to be on you (laughs) yeah God knew the responsibility was going to rest with you with you come on he knew it he knew it he knew it he knew it that's why you you're made to hold it you're made to carry it So carry the responsibility of, yeah, you're going to be the one to hold your marriage together until until God get through doing what he needs to do. And honestly, you're not holding it by yourself because you have Christ in you. So I'm talking to some ladies who who have, come on, the spirit of God in them. And if you don't have enough of the spirit of God in you, what that means, that means if you don't have enough of the word in you, get it in you because you're going to need that to fight. You're going to need that to hold on. Because you guys, we can't keep looking like the world. We can't keep doing it the way the world is doing it. There has to be a line. There has to be a line. There has to be a difference. There is a such thing as holiness. There is a such thing as purity. And where are the ladies that are pure? Where are the ladies that are holy? Where is somebody who's willing to take on God's character and say, you know what? Uh -uh, I'm standing here. I'm standing here. I'm standing on the word. I'm standing here. I won't be shaken. I'm standing here. I won't be moved. That you're not going to give the devil your marriage. You're not going to give the devil your home. I don't care what it looks like. And I can speak for personal. Come on now. I'm not sitting here talking about some stuff I heard. I'm not talking about some stuff I read. I'm talking about some stuff I had to live out. You stand there when, 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 when you've asked that when, <laughs> come on, when the pastors had to come and pray for your, your marriage and they tell you it's going to get worse before it gets better. And you looking at your marriage and saying, Lord, this thing is hanging on one string right now. Jesus, you going to tell me it's going to get worse. I can't, it can't get, no, Lord, it's hanging on one string. Do you understand, Lord? I'm at my last wit. I, Father, I can't take anymore. What in the world are you going to tell me? You, everything in you want to just scream and say, Lord, what? When they tell, it's going to get, baby, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> Coming from the pastor, they why, babe, I'm just going to tell you and make it worse. Before it get better, you like, Lord, I remember those thoughts from umpteen years ago. It had to have been 20, yeah, 20 something years ago. I remember those thoughts 
It's going to get worse before it get better. I'm thinking, God, it can't. It just can't. Lord, do you understand one string? I'm talking about like a thread. We hanging on a thin thread right now, God. How can, Lord, here we are. Here we are. Some 30-something years later, here we are. Still in love. Here we are. Come on. Here we are. Here we are. I'm not going to tell you every, we never have a disagreement. I'm not going to tell you that everything, every day is going to be lolly. I'm not going to tell you that. But I can tell you that 30 years plus in, you can still love your husband. 30-something years in, you can still look at him with Google eyes. Come on. 30-something years in. You can still enjoy being with your husband. You can enjoy his conversation. You can enjoy your time together. You can enjoy your home. You can enjoy your marriage. The enemy wants you to give up. He's coming to kill, steal, and destroy what God has put together. And you're saying, well, God really didn't put this together. I wasn't saved at the time. Okay, well, can, can, come on. My hand is raised as well. You can't see it, but it's up. I wasn't saved at the time as well either. Well, let me put this, let me let me take that back. Come on. I was, I wasn't living saved. I had made a confession of faith to Christ Jesus and had started living it out, but I wasn't walking it out. I stopped walking it out. Start walking it out, backed up, did all kind of backtracking and all that, you know, so I wasn't living as a Christian when I got married. I married and I was unequally yoked. Come on. Then when I decided, Lord, let me walk right before you again, Jesus, I got my walk together. When I got my walk together, I still had a husband who wasn't walking right. So now what do I do? So do I say God didn't put us together? No, no, no. You said those vows before the Lord. Your mouth spoke them. (laughs) Come on. You spoke those vows. That's a done deal. So you can try to, you know, <laughs> shape it and put it some other kind of way and make it go into a different mold where maybe not. No, maybe because I wasn't really saved. That wasn't the one. I got the wrong one. I ain't here right. No, no, you got the right one, baby. <laughs> you got the right one, baby. You got the right one. Now, now let's see what God can do with it. Let's see what God can do with it. Let's see what God can do with it. So I challenge you. I challenge you. Stay put. I challenge you to try God. I challenge you. I challenge you to allow the spirit of God to operate in your home. I challenge you to try the Lord. I tried him. It worked for a minute and then it go right back. Try him again. Try them again. Who told you to stop trying? There's going to be many trying again and trying again and trying again and trying again. Come on. You're going to have many hurdles to jump in a marriage. That's what it's about. But honestly, do know that you're in a covenant. You're in a God covenant with your husband. There is no breaking of this covenant. Only death breaks the covenant. And it's not where you kill him. Come on now. Come on, ladies. It's not where you kill your poor husband. No, you in that covenant because God has placed you in that covenant. You're in a marriage covenant with your husband. 
that covenant has been sealed by God because you spoke those words and they came out of your mouth unto your husband, unto, unto the Lord. You in a marriage covenant, this is it. So now if you're unhappy and that's the, I'm unhappy. If you're unhappy, it's now time to change your mind. It's now time to have a shift in, in your frame of mind. Let's look at this a little different. Let me, let you know, you have to, again, have that mind renewed. Have your mind restored so that you understand what you're really in when you're, when you're in this marriage covenant. When you know that there's no breaking of this covenant. Uh, this thing is sealed by God. So that means if God has sealed it and I'm in a covenant with God, come on. If you're in a, a, in a covenant with God, because you're saved, you're in that covenant with God. I'm talking to some saved sisters that you're saved. You're in a covenant with God. Then your battles is God battles, right? God's battles is your battles, right? That's how covenant works. So if you're in that covenant with God, God got your marriage. God just needs to have, have you. He just need to have you. God just need to have you. God just need to have you. <laughs> Ladies, he just need one to work through. He just need that one to work through. Just the one. He just needs to have that one to work through. He just need to have the one. And you're that one that he wants to work through. So he can save your marriage. So he can give you some joy. So he can put some peace up in there. So he can put some laughter up in there. Come on. You know how you and your husband used to laugh? There used to be some joy. He going to put that fun love back up in your marriage. That's what he wants to do. He just needs to operate through you. Yield yourself. Submit your body as a living sacrifice. You know the scripture? <laughs> Present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Come on. That's your reasonable act of service. Present yourself as that sacrifice. Your Let God work through you. Let the spirit of God reside in you so that he can do what he wants to do in your marriage. What he wants to do in you. What he wants to do in you. But you have to, you have to be committed. There has to be a commitment. You first got to sit down, sit down and reconcile in your mind, in you, within yourself, what you what this covenant is that you're in. And this is it. Lord, I'm in this covenant. There is no out. Father, I, I did it. Whether I knew what I was doing when I committed to it or didn't know what I was doing, but I'm in it now. And Father, I, you know how you can look forward to seeing what he's going to do with this thing? Look forward to the beauty he's going to bring out of it. Look forward to the fruit that he's going to bring out of it. Come on, you're bringing fruit from your marriage, not just the 
fruit of your wombs, the children, but look at the other fruit that you're bringing out of your marriage. Somebody else is going to look at your marriage and want what you have. Somebody else is going to see that love and say, you know, I know some people put some, some false stuff out there. They, they try to look like a pretty, you know, decent couple in front of everybody and they can't stand each other behind the scenes, but I'm talking about some true fruit. Somebody's going to look at you and want what you have. And then you will be able to share what God did in you and in your marriage. And that thing will keep multiplying and keep going, growing and going. But God wants some fruit coming from your marriage. And again, it's not just your children. But can he get some other fruit from your marriage? So that somebody else can see, oh, they got joy over there in, some marriage, in their marriage. Oh, Lord, I can get, eat some of that joy. They got some peace over there in their marriage. Okay, let me grab some of that peace. Yeah, they got some patience over there. Oh, they got some patience. Okay, Lord, they know how to be patient with one another. Okay, it's kind of cute how they so good together, Lord. Okay, and they picking from your tree. They picking from your marriage and they're eating from that. But you first got to allow the Lord to do what he's going to do in you. Again, get it right within your own self. This is it. This is it. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Father, I thank you. He's not going anywhere. Father, you you put this marriage together. Okay, I, we, we here. You stand flat footed and you let the Lord work through what he's going to work through and do what he's going to do in your home, in your marriage. Marriage really is a beautiful thing. And you guys, when I say, when I tell you, we really, and I said it earlier, we can't keep looking like the world. We can't keep doing it like the world. There truly has to be a difference between us and them. And that difference is holiness. (laughs) We are holy. We are set apart. We are pure. God has purified us and he continues to purify our hearts and our minds. He cleanses us. He purifies us. So we're going to work through all of this. We're going to talk through all of this, ladies, because some somebody got to go through some purity and some purification first. You know, they 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 want to get there and they just can't quite get there. So we're going to talk about what that purification looked like. We're going to talk about what that holiness looked like. So on our next episode, that's what we we're going to hit. We're going to hit the pureness. Uh, purity and holiness because that some for some of you that's your first step because that's why you can't get past that that first hurdle that's why you're saying I, I give up I Lord uh-uh no if I gotta live like this now nah, I'm a, I'd rather live by myself see you we gotta work on some purity there we gotta work on some holiness there so let's get so we're gonna do that on the <laughs> come on we're gonna do that on the next episode stay tuned because you get past that hump and so for some of you, don't say, no, nah, on purpose, I ain't going to listen. Nah, 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 nah. Come on now. Come on back on the next episode now. Because you got to get, because I know something in you deep down. Come on, y'all. Deep down in you, you want your marriage. You want it to work. You just don't want it in the state that it's in. I'm telling you that God can change the state that it's in. So it does not have to stay that way. And I don't care what else you've tried. I don't care what other counseling you've gone through. God, God can do this. I am a witness to this working. I'm a witness to God doing the transformation. I'm a witness to this. 
some 30 something years in. And honestly, when I tell you, I no, 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 I ain't had, we have not had it easy, but we had God. And I promise you, I remember my sister told me when the, when the bad outweigh the good, you'll know it. This was in the early marriages when I used to go and talk to family members about it. And somebody told me, "Uh uh-uh, you can't go to your family and talk. Uh, okay. Can't go to your sister. Can't go to your mama. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. (laughs) And I, but I remember one of the things my sister said, years, 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 I'm telling you, this was in the beginning of marriage. When the good outweigh the bad, you will know it. And you will know when to leave that, you know, you can't get, get that kind of advice. Well, I thank God. This is where I'm telling God kept where the good so outnumbered the bad that he said, I'm going to keep both of y'all. I'm going to keep both of you, that both of you, both of you will stay put. I'm giving you the grace that both of you will stay put. And so I thank God that that the grace will be extended, that both of you, you and your spouse will stay put. So stay tuned to the next message. We're going to talk about some deliverance in that area of walking in holiness and walking in purity so that you would desire the right things. So that you're not desiring the things of the world. Your mind should be thinking different than what the world thinks. And if you find yourself aligned with the world system, with how the world does it, how divorce flows easy in the world, how is it that divorce is flowing in the church? Come on now. So when your mindset is stuck there, then that's not the mind of Christ. So we're going to talk about purity and holiness so that your mind will shift and you will operate in the mind of Christ. So we're going to continue to talk, continue to listen.